This is Colossus, and you are listening to The High Regard Show. The High Regard Show. It's sexy time. Check out The High Regard Show. New episodes every Monday. Hey everybody, I'm Tom. And I'm Nikki. And this is the High Regard Show. In which we talk about things we hold in high regard. Very high. High above Harlem. Way up on the third floor. Moving on up. Oh, it don't get better than that. No, sir, it doesn't. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hello. I feel like we're a little bit more awake this week than we usually are, right? We are. Why is that? Are we just completely to the point of being so overtired? Running on adrenaline, man. I think so. We had a shot to the heart and... Man, what a week. It has been an insane week. It's good to be back in New York. That's for damn sure. It is, but it was good to go away from New York as well. Let me tell you. If I'm going to go someplace on vacation, St. Paul, Minnesota... Is like heaven on earth. St. Paul was absolutely incredible. Like, I have to say. It really was such it was a so bizarre pretty. but great experience. When we knew we were going there, we didn't know anything about St. Paul. I was, to be honest with you, I was petrified because... I never dress right and I'm a horrible packer and I always bring things that like I don't need and like I never wear but then like I still never have enough room in my suitcase and things like that. I have never dressed more or packed more perfectly for anything than I did for our St. Paul trip. It was 12 (laughs) degrees when we landed. And what did we decide to do at almost midnight? Go for a walk. Yeah, about a mile walk and up <laughs> to the place where we were going to get some shots of the course for the Red Bull crash dice. Yes. And uh, when we got to where we thought we were in a general direction, we looked up and realized, oh, yeah, we're here. Just they turned all the lights off and there's nothing <laughs> we can really midnight. test right now. Because it's midnight and we should technically be in bed because we had an early call the next morning. But it was like people, I felt like people in cars, like not that many cars went by because, I mean, it granted it was a thursday night it was midnight yes but like i felt like people who were like in cars because we were the only people on the streets like nobody else was walking the streets and it's like okay like we're not in new york people like drive places like you know even though we were in like downtown saint paul and then people in cars were like just looking at us like like look at these tourists like what the fuck are you doing outside like don't you know you should be in a warm car or a bar or your house right now It's the same way we look at like white people in certain parts of Harlem <laughs> <laughs> where we're like what the Who fuck are is are wrong you with you why are you walking around in this neighborhood man we live here you know where the juice you guys what are you where the juice I don't know what that means. I don't know and what I'm that just means either. That I that just it. feel like I'm going to I'm going to make that something. I want to make that I'm something. The, we're the juice. We're the juice. We're the juice. We're the juice. All right. All right. So we got that going for us. Okay, great. But I mean seriously, overall trip just from beginning to end just I can't even describe how like, absolutely I totally want to go back to St. Paul, but I totally 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 want to go see Red Bull Crash Ice again because it was incredible. And you can see how incredible it was by going to highregardshow.com and looking at clickbait, which is up on our website right now and shows Tom's emerging photos and my little travel diary of sorts as wordage to go along with it. I like how in your travel diary how you listed part of our menu. Because I'm not going to let you shame me because I eat and I enjoy food. Hey, listen, man. I was dying, but I was like, we decided we were going to split a meal. I I I wish I didn't, to be honest with you. I am taking half of that freaking meal. And I think, you know what? We're going to save that segment for Roly Poly Roy. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. So you're right, because I have so much (laughs) anger toward you right now, and I don't want it to, like, get into the rest of the show. So let's go. I feel like we've been talking about Minnesota now for three weeks. Because of like everything leading up to it. A little bit, a little bit, but like, you know, we had to lead up to it and then we had to give like our assessment. Like, totally, like, we we are totally going to go back there. And I was going to say, I feel like we still haven't 
given it enough credit for it what it was. It was just so pretty. <laughs> like, it's such a pretty town. And the cathedral. Now, I am not... I am a very extremely demonic, lapsed Catholic. Mm. But I still love being in a church. And I love the smell of a church. And to me, like, a church is still just that, like, comforting... You know, there's just, like, a comforting smell. I like it was such a beautiful cathedral and it looked over the whole city which is why the crashed ice course is like on its front steps because it probably looks over in judgment on St. Paul. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you think that that's the case or do you think it's the case that... Well, they needed the big hill and everything. And I think they needed a bigger antenna to God to be like, please let me get down here <laughs> as safely as possible because that thing was treacherous. Man. The higher the track, the closer <laughs> to God. <laughs> that's it. It's a church. It's a big antenna like right to him. Like, I'm sure they get up there and they're like, go and listen. <laughs> It is cold. This track is made of nothing but ice, and these guys are going down at like seventy miles an hour. Like I feel like probably you need more like than a direct that. Like line. I wish that there was like like that's the one thing that was missing was like how fast they. A big well, timer. no, because they had the time down it, by the finish line, but we they did tell you that we yeah. had a hard time leaving the VIP area. Yeah. Really, to be honest, because once with, like yeah. once we were like we're rolling with the VIPs, we're rolling with the VIPs. Yeah, it was. I loved you, common people. But, you know, we're big podcast celebrities, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. I mean, come on, we're going to go down there. We're going to get bombarded with questions. People are going to recognize us. Oh, aren't you like the fat guy from the radio and his the sidekick who eats like cheese-filled cheeseburgers? <laughs> like, seriously, that's what we would have yeah. become. So you, it was better we stayed away from the, you know, the regular people. And you're his fat, fat fatty Arbuckle sidekick. <laughs> anyway, let's get into what you heard. We should because we have a guest. We do have a guest, and I am really, really excited about this love-filled episode that's about to come. Yes, indeed. So, all right, let's roll. You heard. You heard? So this week's you heard comes to us comes to us from Seventh Avenue between Stonewall and West Fourth Street. Oh, very trendy! It is very trendy, and apparently very sexual because this is what I overheard one day when we were wandering around that area of town. I didn't get fucked or anything; I just sucked on it like a lollipop. I don't think there's any other week that this would have worked. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think so either. And knowing that area, I was going to ask you gender, but I think I want to stay surprised. <laughs> I think I want to stay surprised this time around. And that's this week's You Heard. <laughs> so... Tom. Yes. This is our Valentine's Day episode. I'm sure you didn't know that. Well, you know how I feel about these weird holidays. Oh, I know. Believe me, everybody knows. But to my yang, there is a ying. <laughs> You're usually the ying, but this week's guest, I feel like, over the top. This is their favorite holiday. It is It is her favorite holiday. Never met anyone whose favorite holiday was Valentine's Day before. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I Never, mean, not My once. dad, he was born on Valentine's Day, but that's I think that's different. different. It's like, I love Valentine's Day with my birthday gift. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, he's not getting candy for Valentine's Day. He's getting socks and underwear for Valentine's Day. What's not to love about that shit? For real, come on. He's actually getting a box of nuts for Valentine's Day <laughs> that I sent him from like 1-800-Flowers. Which also goes along with this week's... Yeah. All right, so anyway, Let's go just... on. Box of nuts. So, this week, we decided to get some love and romance advice from porn star Tasha Rain. You know her. Don't act like you don't. <laughs> I, you know, I swear to God. Let me just say one thing. I want to just preface this really quickly. When we were on the Crash Dice tour doing our thing and stuff like that, people were asking us, hey, what other events do you guys cover? <laughs> and we said... You know, some other big events we cover are this, 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 and one of the things we mentioned was the AVNs, the Adult Video Award Show. Yes. And everybody looked at us like, "Oh my God, the Adult How Video Award!" How do you Award? handle that? Like, 
What like, do you mean? And like judgmental, they looked at us, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, who'd you get to talk to? And then it was like, well, we talked to James Dean. And then they'll be like going, oh, yeah, I know James Dean. So it's like, oh, shut up. Oh, but you're judging us. But you know every exactly. name that I'm listing exactly. right now. Exactly. So when we say Tasha Rain, you know Tasha Rain. Absolutely. She is a contract girl for Elegant Angel. And she is also the winner of this year's best website from the AVNs, which were held in January. And I've been on her website, and yeah, she deserves it. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard work to be an acrobat and a performer. (laughs) But we talked to her. We got some really, really great love advice. I mean, she could talk about love all day, but that's not all that we talked about. We talked about the business, and she's also very, very vocal on her Twitter account, which is Tasha Rain, T-A-S-H-A-R-E-I-G-N. She's very active in, like, you know, talking about politics and mixing business and pleasure and, you know, the state of the world on her, her Twitter account. And she also shares pictures of her little baby pigs that she walks around town and if you listen close enough you might actually hear one during this interview that we're about to play can you believe how many people we have interviewed over the last couple of months that have had the most bizarre animals right we have had some like really weird pigs, animal people llamas, turtles like, turtles like it's like, like honestly what is going on in the world we like you would think new york city you guys have everything Nope, we don't have everything. My goal is to get a panda person, a (laughs) sloth person, and a shark person next. I think we can make that happen. I'm going to make it happen. I bet we can make that happen. If I have to go to Australia to go on a tour, I'm going to. Because that's where like lots of sharks and stuff are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for the geography lesson on top of everything else. (laughs) Let's get into our Tasha Rain interview about love and romance and porn. All right, let's roll that fabulous bean footage. Okay, Tasha, thank you so much for speaking to the High Regard Show. We're really excited to have you on today. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're here to talk about love and porn and all sorts of good stuff. So are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm so ready. <laughs> okay, great. Well, first of all, I want to just, you know, double check because you say, and I quote on your website, that you are single as fuck. Is that still the case? Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> oh, my gosh, wait, what website? <laughs> um, Tasha Rain. <laughs> Oh, my God, I can't believe I haven't updated. (laughs) On your bio. Yeah, no worries. (laughs) It probably helps with business, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, too. All right. Well, great. So you now now that we've got that cleared up, um, you know, you told me via email when we set this interview up that Valentine's Day is your favorite holiday. So can you tell us what you love about Valentine's Day? I love that there's a specific day to celebrate love. I think that, you know, we don't focus on intimacy enough in our relationships. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our relationships start to dwindle and you don't really know why. And then all of a sudden you realize it's because you've been not paying attention to your significant other in a romantic way. And Valentine's Day just allows you to have an entire month, really, or day, <laughs> on how you celebrate, to focus on your significant other, whether that means, like, you know, through sex or through gifts or through food or experiences, you know, that you have with somebody else. It's just, it's so special. I agree, and I think that my co-host and partner in life, Tom, better pay attention as this conversation goes on. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what to you is the perfect Valentine's Day? Oh, man, the perfect Valentine's Day. I mean, I'm fine with it varying every year, mm-hmm. so it might not be one specific thing. But I think the perfect Valentine's Day needs to encompass a few components. One of them, you know, has to be a, a planned experience. It can be something as simple as, you know, a movie in the park Mm -hmm. or um, 
a nice romantic evening out for dinner or a jazz festival. It just needs to have some experience that you can look back and go, oh, you know, I was with my significant other on this day and this right. is what did and pictures and just something where there's a memory. Um, another component would be that there was a thoughtful exchange of gifts, whether, you know, it's something little or big, it doesn't matter, just something thoughtful right? about the other person that you know that they really, that they really like and enjoy. And just obviously the sex, there has to be <laughs> steamy, hot, smoking sex once you both are too drunk and pass out. But I feel like the perfect Valentine's Day, you're not wasted you're just toasty you know you have right. champagnes and you're like you know in the mood and ready to go <laughs> absolutely and do you have a favorite valentine's day candy because you know that comes out like as soon as christmas is over valentine's day kind of comes out so. oh i know it's crazy <laughs> i already bought my candy um i already i ate it i think i bought it for somebody else but i ate it it's the valentine's day peeps just huge pink peeps but they're in the shape of hearts instead of... Right. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I also am a big fan of Seize candy, so, like, I will eat milk chocolate bosses of Seize all day, every day. <laughs> well, take notes, fans. she That's what she wants in the mail. <laughs> love candy. I love it. <laughs> awesome. And what was the best Valentine's Day that you ever had? Ooh, I've had a lot of great Valentine's Days. Um... I have to say, in high school, I had a pretty tentative boyfriend, and he just made it a Valentine's to remember. When I came home from high school, from my senior year in high school, I walked in my bedroom, and the whole thing was just covered in hearts and balloons and Aww. banners. It was like he had clearly decked it out <laughs> and set the mood. And oh, then sweet. he got me my favorite um, Torino Tarantino jewelry for my gift. And then we went out to this amazing restaurant in Newport Beach where we grew up. Um, and it was just like everything was so sweet and thoughtful. And we had really, 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 really good sex. So, <laughs> yeah, like I said, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just as long as you're with your other person spending right. quality time. But I do remember the lingerie I wore, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Blue and lacy. <laughs> well, good, good. Now, we're going to get into just a little bit of business talk, and then we're going to get right back into the love stuff, because we have what we call our high regard show fire round, and it's going to be our love edition. So we'll get to that, but I just wanted to you know, cover some uh, business basics first, if you don't mind. So, you know, okay. you just won best website at the AVNs last month. How does that feel? Oh, it feels really nice. It's like, it's pretty cool to be recognized by your industry and by people that, you know, have an opinion that matters. And right. They're, you know, well-versed in adults. And there's so many performers that would love that award. It was an honor just to be nominated. And then to win it, of course, is like a huge deal to me. So I'm really, really happy. Well, awesome. Really happy. Good. Cool. Congratulations. And, you know, what, you know, did you see an immediate impact on you and your brand, you know, after something like that gets announced? Well, that's a great question. I mean, it's really just an accolade to be able to use and to tell people and to show people, hey, listen, I put a lot of work into my business and I want you to check it out and I care about my fans and my content. Um, it just happened, so I'm not 100% sure, but it's definitely something that I've wanted forever. So I'm super, super excited about the win, and like, I can't wait to get my trophy and put it up in my office. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And, you know, porn has always been on the cutting edge of technology, you know, whether it was online, like, you know, your website or, you know, just really running with social media. You know, where do you see the industry going, you know, technologically in the future? great question i think technologically the industry is going uh, it's it's complicated i don't know i don't know where it's gonna go i think you know right now it's more about like products like flashlights mm -hmm. and actual things you can buy right and then i think webcamming people love 
live shows from girls online. Mm-hmm. So I think the industry is moving in that way where it's like, you know, you get to cam with a girl in, you know, real time on the internet. I think that that's something that people will pay for and they like to watch and customized videos. People like, you know, custom videos from you with another girl or solo. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, because of piracy, the internet porn and stuff has kind of gone under, and it's not really thriving the way it used to. Right. But with social media, there's just so many ways to be able to like brand yourself and reach a bigger audience than just a porn audience in general. Right. So it's nice that I got in at a time when it wasn't as bad as it is now, so I can kind of like go and branch out into other things like radio and writing and YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And how long have you been in the industry? I've been in business for like maybe almost seven years, okay. but not quite. Six and a half, I think. Okay. And, you know, do you remember the exact moment when you made the decision that, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to go on an, an audition? Do you remember, you know, kind of how that happened? Um, yeah, I, well, it was more of like a gradual progression. I wanted to be a Playboy model, so I tried out and I got the job mm-hmm. a few different times. I posed for Playboy, um, for the UCLA Girl, the Pac-10, Sexy Summer Girls, uh, College Edition, all this stuff, and then I tested for Playmate and I got Cyber Girl. So after that, I was like, you know what? I think it's time for me to, like, be my own boss, and I want to be, like, Tara Patrick or Jenna Jameson, Mm -hmm. and I just Googled and read and figured out how to get in, and I went to an agency, and I told them, hey, here are my photos from my centerfolds and stuff that I've done. Can I, um, can I make movies? And then they took me on go-sees, which are, like, just a modeling thing where you go to the different companies and you Mm -hmm. stand nude, and then you turn around. The agent goes with you and, you know, it's like so the companies can see what you look like in real life because nobody's really shot you um, right. in videos before. So they need to, you know, see like any sort of model would have to do. And right. then, yeah, I remember showing up to my first girl girl set, which I believe was her penthouse with Ash Hollywood. And um, it was so much fun. I loved I loved that time. And, you know, do you have any advice that you would give to yourself now, you know, now that you're, this is, you're Tasha Rain right now? And, you know, do you have anything that you would say to yourself back then to kind of prepare you for the road ahead? Yes, I would just tell myself that, you know, make sure that you think carefully about every single scene you do. It doesn't mm-hmm. even matter if it's one or two. You know, you need to make sure that what you're doing you're fully comfortable with and, you know, just to be aware of your boundaries and exactly your, your do's and your don'ts and how you feel on set. Right. And, you know, just basically more stuff about the way that you feel. Um, but I feel I've given I've given it my all. I really I've enjoyed the business and I'm excited to continue and see, you know, what lies ahead. But. I would tell girls now that are getting in to make sure to know they can make a name on their own and Mm -hmm. they can just make their own website and webcam and do things without the name of other companies. They don't have to go and work for other people because, you know, it might, I just feel like it puts people in a more, um, almost like a just a more vulnerable situation where you feel like, okay, well, I have to work with these companies in order to be successful. Right. And the truth is now you can be your own trap queen. You can just work for yourself, you know? <laughs> you don't need anybody else. Right, exactly. And, you know... And that kind of brings me to, you know, I, I, I just want to touch on this just a little bit because, you know, like so many people, you know, you're very vocal about the current political climate, you know, with Donald Trump's presidency. And especially for women, you know, now, like, you don't have to work with these companies. You can be your own boss, like you said, because you're doing it yourself. So what is top of mind for both you as a business within the industry and the industry as a whole now that this person, this monster is in office? It's truly horrifying. It is horrifying to read articles about Steve Bannon. It's Mm -hmm. horrific to think about the fact that America has turned into a literal terrorist country. 
We go and we kill little eight-year-old girls in Yemen, and we're disgusting. I'm like so, it is is sickening, and I'm sure it's been going on a lot longer than just, you know, this recent campaign. But because of the normalcy that Donald Trump has brought to sexual assault and Mm -hmm. to all of the degrading, discriminating, horrible things that are alive and well in society, I feel less safe than ever as a woman and as a sex worker. So I just think that, you know, if something happens to me now, it's like, well, Donald Trump has clearly condoned grabbing women by the pussy without consent. So it's like, it's one of those things where because of the work that I do, I'm just much more paranoid, I guess. And it makes me upset that it is this way, but at the same time, you know, you just you just have to rally and protest and right. be involved and know what's going on, but not let it consume your life. Sure, right. Because you have to also be happy and live your life, you know? You can't let it take away. Right, exactly, because then they win. <laughs> then the, the, home, right. the homegrown terrorists win. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, and amid, you know, the, the political things that you do on social media, you know, you have your fans send you fantasies, which is really cool, and it puts you, you know, in, in a way where, you know, you, you have more exposure now than, than the industry ever had before. So, you know, what is the most out-there request that you have gotten from a fan? Oh, that's a great question because I get a lot of, I get a variety of requests. Some of them are super mellow and neutral and like answer these questions with a bra on, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and then other ones are just like more specific and those are the ones that make me laugh. So, um, but I like to do them. They just, it's, it's funny to understand, you know, where people are coming from. But the last one that I did, because I, I do them all the time, so sometimes it's hard for me to, like, remember. Right. But last week I did um, a customs, like, a Skype show. And they, I don't know if you know what a cuckold is. No. But <laughs> they want you to act as if you're their girlfriend and that you're having sex with somebody else in front of them. Oh. And then you kind of talk down to them, but not super bad but you just kind of like you know make them feel like a little bit lesser and mm-hmm. then um that's what gets them off it's called cuckolding and it's um very popular wow. i personally <laughs> get confused about it but i understand like i, I get it too yeah, yeah. <laughs> more power to them i guess <laughs> yeah yeah is there you know is there are, are there things that you won't do like you know requests that you won't fulfill yeah, um, of course. <laughs> I won't do a lot. <laughs> I'm pretty simple. Like, I'll do some, you know, I'll do, like, solo stuff. Right. Or I'll do something with a girl. But um, if it's anything violent or, like, vulgar with the N-word or something, I would right. never do that. Okay. Um, if it's something that involves, like, other people, obviously it's not going to happen because it's a custom unless they request, like, a performer of my choice. And, right. You know. Okay. That has only happened a few times where they get that performer, which is great. Um, but yeah, usually it's just pretty, pretty simple. Like okay. throw on a bathing suit and say my name. <laughs> people, people are easy. Yeah, are I guess easy. so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and before we get to the fire round, you know, I just want to ask because so many people love what they do, you know, but often feel like, oh, I have to go to work today at some point in their career or with their company. I know that I am guilty of it a lot. But do you ever have just, you know, do you ever feel that way? Like, you know, because this is your job. But do you ever, you know, have a day like, oh, I have to go to work today? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I have days where I'm excited and chill. I have days where I'm anxious and nervous. I have the emotions really vary. I, I don't want to ever feel like I don't want to do a job, but sometimes when I feature dance, um, I get really stressed because I don't like traveling. Right, okay. So the airport and getting to the middle of Ohio or <laughs> New York, wherever I'm going, and then, right. you know, having to get ready and go out to dinner, it's just, there's just so much that goes into feature dancing and it's very physically draining. Mm -hmm. So that is something that oftentimes I will, you know, I only do it once a month because of of the way I feel. It's it's so much. 
Yeah, I can imagine. I can't believe how much I've done it. And, well, now I'm 28, so it's just like, you know, when you're 23, it's a little bit more easy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait until you're 40. Then it gets really fun traveling. (laughs) So now we're going to do our HRS fire round of love. So I'm just going to ask you a couple really quick questions, and then I'm going to set you free. How's that sound? Oh, I love that. Okay, great. So what is the best place to meet someone? Like to date when you're dating. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, like you could be like anywhere. (laughs) When it comes to love, what is the best place to meet someone? I mean, Bumble app, the Bumble app. Bumble app? I love that app. Okay, great. And where's the best place to go on a first date? Um, The best place to go on a first date is a restaurant that's not too formal, but also not too casual. Something that that you enjoy and you like, mm-hmm. I actually really like when the guy asks me where I want to go mm, and I yeah. get to just choose. So Pache is this restaurant. It's my favorite restaurant in LA. All right. Intimate, great food, great service. Awesome. Yeah. And what is the most romantic weekend getaway you could be swept away on? Oh my gosh. The most romantic mm-hmm. getaway that I could be swept away on would be to Hawaii or maybe this island that's called Pig Island in the in the Caribbean. Yes. And the, the pigs swim open yeah. and free in the ocean. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I have too many pigs. So this would be like my dream. Literally oh my, my dream. Oh, God. Bahamas, I think of it. Yeah. Yes, I'm very familiar with it. Well, not that I've been yeah, there, I but I... Yeah. <laughs> it's on the list for sure. You have too many pigs. Oh my God. What are their names? They're everything. Harley and Quinn. Oh my God. Do they travel with you? Mm, they go on road trips with me to my mom's house in San Diego, like a few hours south, but they don't They don't go on the plane. Oh my God. That's awesome. They could, but <laughs> I, I don't have them certified. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah. So that- <laughs> and they honestly wouldn't like to travel. And they're very, very high maintenance animals. They're not like dogs. I, I've heard that. Yeah, I've definitely heard that. But they're still so cute. <laughs> they're the cutest things in the world. Literally. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> sorry, we got sidetracked there with the pig talk. Um, what makes a great first kiss? Mm. A great first kiss happens when both people are present in the moment and wants the kiss. And it's not mm-hmm. like a surprise kiss right, okay. from one party. All right. And also, fresh breath. Yes. Breath is necessary for a good first kiss, which sounds simple because, like, how easy is that? But guess what? Sometimes it's not because you've been eating. Right, exactly. Or you don't have mouthwash or whatever you need to put in your mouth with dream. Right, know? right. And it's pivotal. <laughs> and what is the sexiest trait that you find in a partner? The sexiest trait I find in a partner would be. physical or, or it could be whatever like what you think is the sexiest thing about you know a partner or like what you look for you know or yeah like what do you think is just super sexy about you know even the person that you're with right now yeah I like a man that really cares about me and puts me first mm-hmm. as selfish as it sounds I want them to really respect me and to think about okay is is she doing well am I pre- like mm-hmm. protective but not in a way that's aggressive right but just protective and really loving and caring I want somebody that's like tentative and you know obviously wants to be with me and shows that through what what they say and what they do okay and you're among friends here do you snoop I'm a snoop so I am a terrible snoop (laughs) I'm a snoop and a half (laughs) and what is the worst thing that you have found during a snoop of a partner Ooh, I found, well, I shouldn't say ooh because I do porn, but I found this boyfriend I had was addicted to, like, Asian cartoon porn, like the the anime porn. Right, yeah. Oh, he was, like, hiding it on his computer for, like, years when we were together, and, like, he never even told me that that's what he watched, because we were, like, young, so right. I get it. You're not as open when you're younger, but, you know, like, 18. And I just remember thinking it was so weird that that was what he liked to watch because it's like this. I mean, now I understand it. But at the time, I just remember thinking, what the 
hell is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> and what are your three like tips for handling a first fight? Because they could sometimes be like, you know, the way that the rest of a relationship goes, or it could be, you know, how you handle that first fight could really set the course for your relationship. First fights can be tricky, but I think if you give yourself the time needed to respond to the fight, mm-hmm. well, you don't just speak from any place. You think about what you're going to say. You don't just use your emotions, but if right. you really are... Ca- I don't want to use the word calculated, but calculated. You think about the things you're going to say before you say them. Those are the best tips because you're not going to say things that are going to necessarily ruin everything for the rest of the relationship. You know, sometimes when you're just in the moment, you can't take back the words you say. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's very good advice. Definitely. (laughs) And don't take to Twitter. That's for sure. (laughs) No, don't So, you know, if you're, are you in a long-term relationship right now? Like, has it been? Oh, it's only been a few months. Okay. Okay. But, you know, if you've been in a long-term relationship, you know, what's the best way to keep the romance alive, you know, going on year seven or 10, you know, as opposed to just a couple months? Like, what what advice do you have for Um, people like that? I think that, cliche as it is, sex is so important. You have to continue to spice it up in the bedroom and to give your partner foreplay and head and mm-hmm. make them feel because without that the relationship starts to really take a toll and I was thinking about this earlier you don't always even know why the relationship took a toll but then you look back and right. <laughs> the times at least for me I'm like oh it's because the sex there was no more we weren't even hooking up anymore right you know like that's what it was like I was being neglected in the bedroom all right, that'll do. That would do it definitely. Right. <laughs> and what do you think is the most romantic movie of all time? The most romantic movie of all time would be. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> um, Titanic, obviously. <laughs> um, Pretty Woman. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> um, any Audrey Hepburn film. Yeah, yeah, she's a, she, yeah. <laughs> and what about song? What's the most romantic song that you you think? Oh, the most romantic song. Anything Frank Sinatra. Okay. Fly me to the moon. <laughs> I Frank Sinatra. Yeah. All right, awesome. And what's your favorite position? Oh, my favorite position is doggy. Okay. It's just easier for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> and I can like use a toy at the same time. <laughs> and that brings me to the next question. What was your first sex toy? Oh, my first sex toy was a Hitachi. Nice. <laughs> so, um, the vibrators are it's like Oh, those are my mini pigs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh god, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Huge animal fight at the whimsy at my house. Wow, that was really crazy. Um <laughs> My boyfriend just like walked into the room and then they all attacked. <laughs> they love their mom. Um, yeah, they're just very vocal animals, all of them. I have two dogs and two pigs. But Hitachi was my first sex toy. That's just, like, a pretty good one to start with. under a bed and used it and then decided that was going to be it. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> It's once the you best go, to this day, that's like what everybody uses. Once you go Hitachi, you never go back. That's what I always say. True story. <laughs> and what is your number one tip for giving a blowjob? Uh, my number one tip would be to make eye contact. Mm-hmm. If you make eye contact during anything that you do in the bedroom, it makes it a hundred times better. You know, you have to just really like maintain that. So the person knows that you're there for them. Right. And you're not in your own head. So would that be your number one tip for going down as well? Or having, you know, someone go down on you as well? No, 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 no. (laughs) I don't even like to, no, no, no. I like to like be my own when that's happening. Very like Cameron Diaz and the sweetest thing that movie. I don't know if you ever seen that, but yes, have a really good, um, cuddling this clip in there (laughs) Um, going down on me would be to 
just be simple about it and like focus on the clit Mm -hmm. mostly, but not like the whole vagina. I think men sometimes need to like lick the whole thing. It's like you just need to lick the clit. That's literally it. (laughs) It's. I don't think I've ever heard it described so simply. <laughs> Perfect. So simply. <laughs> and yet they don't know how to do it. <laughs> I know. Because they're just so excited. That's the thing. They're so excited to get to the other part. <laughs> and finally, your fans are called reindeer. So, of course, who yeah. is your favorite of Santa's eight? Oh, Rudolph. Hello. Rudolph. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so very much for coming on the High Regard Show to talk about love and porn. It was such a fun conversation to have with you, Tasha. Thank you so very much. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Have a great, great day. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was my interview with Tasha Rain. It was awesome. She I know. Was, I know. I'm going to say I know. She was just like, she just seemed like a normal person. Yeah. Like she just was like very down to earth. She had great answers. I don't know why I would think she would be abnormal. Like I wasn't right. insinuating like, no, oh, no, she's, no. you know, she would be abnormal. But sometimes like we've said on the show, like sometimes you get people that are just like, they have this over the top personality, like in their, posi- in their jobs in their, you know, like in what their day jobs are or like online because you could be such a different person online than you are, you know, in person. But like she was just like so cool. She was such a cool person. So cool. And also just she was like our people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, like kind of like if you would see her like in a boardroom, she could hold it together. But as soon as she got like a couple of beers in her, she'd be the one like saying blowjob all the time. Like that's <laughs> like that's what it is. As I'm listening to the interview, it was funny because I like had to do it at work today. Because the way this week <laughs> that's has been, and had SFW. headphones on, had headphones on. But every once in a while, like I'd be listening to the interview, and I'm like, oh man, this interview is going so well. I'm like, oh, and she is a great guest. Like her personality really, Super, really came yeah, through. Like we lucked out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she, I, I would just be like, oh, it's really great. And then she'd be like, blowjob. And then I'd be like, wait, what am I listening to? And I'd be like, holy shit, this is our show. Oh yeah, it's our show. It's our show. It's cool. Like you can I mean, say you that have all to you ask want. these things. And I love that, like you know, like a lot of women that like. Once you go Hitachi, you never go back. <laughs> yes, that is definitely a thing for sure. <laughs> See, guys don't have that. We don't have like a special like. I mean, I know there's a lot of merchandising things available for guys out there. But I mean, they're all the same. Like, I wonder like what sales are like for like a male toy, you know, like a sleeve or whatnot that like you would use. Because like to me, like a woman's toy just seems so much more like natural and it's just like like a guy's just seems like like yeah. I don't know, like I don't have a penis, so I don't know like what don't one know. does with that. So. I don't know. I feel like you just kind of just bang everything like the robot on robot chicken. Oh my God. Like the bang bot. <laughs> like I feel like that's a guy. Like you could turn anything into a toy seriously. Once you once you see people fucking apple pies in a movie, it's all downhill from there. Like it's seriously. Like, so basically like you look around and you see a pillow and like chances are there's been a dick on it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our hotel. <laughs> Great, we just got back. I know oh I haven't God. humped our pillow like since we've been here. So I mean, I know we're clean, but I can't say the same for when we were, you know, wherever we are as far as being oh on the road God. goes. That reminds me of like the great outdoors when like remember like Dan Aykroyd and John Candy like and their families were at the cabin and she's like, Well, why don't you go find yourself a spin cycle? Like, I don't know. That's just like I don't know. But it's different because I feel like, like she was saying, merchandising is definitely huge. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's definitely a much bigger driven female market than a male market because men are lazy. But I also feel (laughs) like if it's technology related, men will buy it and be like, I had to check out this piece of tech. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like how to get a Japanese robot to like bang and see like what it's like. It's a gadget. And I love that she like was a snoop and she's like, I'm a snoop and a half. (laughs) Which is so weird to me because 
because, all right, here's the deal. Somebody like Tasha Rain, it just seems like she is on this grand scale where I think like most people walk around the streets and they might say, uh, maybe somebody is interested in me, like as you're walking down the street. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, okay. you're not thinking about like, oh, there's so many people interested in me. She's on this plateau where she knows there are hundreds of thousands or millions of maybe, you know, people that know her and like would see, would like write to her and like would give anything to like go out on a date with her. Mm-hmm. So for her to snoop, it's like, why bother? But she was a kid. Like oh, she no, no, was no, a no, kid but, at the but time. She, but she, no, no, she said at the time, but, I, but she still says she's a snoop. But these days I feel like if you're Tasha Rain and you catch, you don't even need to snoop. It's just like, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Honey, every woman needs to snoop. I'm sorry. If you veer to the <laughs> left, I'm just going to go to the right because to the right is one million fans. What are they? The reindeers the waiting reindeer. for her. The reindeers <laughs> are waiting for her in packs of 10,000 at a clip. So it's kind of like, All right. you want to be the guy to fuck that up? She don't have to snoop. All she has to do is just be like, I'm done. Next. Okay. And that's it. But I mean, like, sometimes, like, snoopers don't snoop just because, like, they're just, they're curious. I don't snoop on anything. I don't care. I'm like, whatever. It don't give a shit. It doesn't make a difference okay. to me one way or the other. Okay, good for you. So, I've learned a long time ago, if you don't want to know something, don't look. True. <laughs> True. Because if you go looking for something, you're going to find something. And you really could find something on anybody, to be honest like, with honestly, you. Like, honestly, oh, really yeah, to. You could sure. turn nothing into, like, a fucking federal True. case. True. So it's like, I'm not bothering with True. any of that shit. True. But I'm also, you know, one of those people who just doesn't care go through about life you. and are just like, fuck it. Do you what just you're gonna don't do. care. Do what you're going to do. You That's be it. you, boo. That's it. But I do want to say that I hope that someday you do whisk me away to Pig Island. To Pig Island? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you hate the beach, but I figure, like, if I throw some pigs that swim alongside you. Have you ever seen, like, pictures from this place? I think that I've seen some pictures. Not to the extent that you guys were talking about <laughs> in your interview. I've seen I know, pictures did you love of I was like, oh, I know. Nice water. I mean, so I'm assuming that's where it came from. But I'm also figuring if Pig Island is what you want, if we get invited back to Red Bull next year, we could just stuff ourselves on Juicy Lucy's and make our own Pig Island. Like, oh, right my God. Here in Stop New York City. shaming me from eating a goddamn burger, you douche. <laughs> I did, too. I know. I'm looking at pictures right now of I'm Pig Island. I'm showing him pictures of the Pig Island. And, um, and it looks like. It's very the, exotic. It is. Look at these. Like, these are speckled. Look at them. Oh, my God. I wonder if they're mean. Like, I wonder. Because, like, these are kind of big. I don't think a pig can be mean. Not in that environment. I feel like. <laughs> because. I feel like any animal in, in like, the dude, wild. Dude, you are, like, seriously, like. Yeah, they, they don't have, look mean. They have pink ones and speckled ones. And nobody else in the world should go there because I want to just go there and be completely alone with these pigs. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at how many are here. Yeah, you could feed them. We're looking at people getting feed. We're watching herds of pigs herds running of through pigs. water. Just let me just tell you one thing. Pretending really they're in Baywatch. <laughs> let me tell you something. If this show was on video as opposed to podcast. That would be perfect, I know. You would all be like, being like, man, this is a great, great segment right now. We love those pigs. Just Google Pig Islands. Yeah, do that while you're listening to us. <laughs> Rewind it right from the beginning. Go through some pitches and you could be like, all right, I understand what you're talking about. Otherwise, I'm just picturing a pig on a beach, which is literally you know what, what we're looking at doing? right now. Pigs on a beach. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start like doing Facebook Lives that aren't of your feet. So like, you know, thank you, you know, the hundred plus people who watched our, our Instagram story of Tom's feet the other day. Um, I think you say sorry to the 100 people that watched a video of Tom's feet the I other just day. did. I literally you just said a- thank you. Yeah, thank you for watching it. Just say sorry. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Just say sorry. <laughs> but I will say thank you to Tasha Rain for coming on the High Regard Show and talking about love and porn, and romance, and a little bit of Donald Trump. Yes, Tasha definitely gets a big thank you. I mean, what kind of, what cooler guest could we have possibly have gotten for Valentine's Day? I know. You know, I feel like. And who better to get advice from than a porn star? I mean, come on. 
And star she is. Star she is. So crazy. I feel like these kind of interviews are the kind of interviews that you would get like in mid-August. And you'd be like, it doesn't really go with anything, but here's Tasha Rain. Okay. But here, it's like perfect. It is perfect. perfect. It is perfect. And I'm glad that I set it up. Me too. <laughs> well, shall we get into a roly-poly rorty? Yeah, why not? All right. Thank you so much, Tasha Rain. Thank you, Tasha. So, Juicy Lucy. You were so annoying. Juicy he, Now, Lucy's. let me explain this to you, okay? Like, now, we're all traveling. Like, Tom and I are PR reps that are, you know, the PR people that put the event on. Mm. Our fabulous host, Charlie. Incredible. Oh, my God, I love him. Maybe he's like my, our new best friend. I was going to say, he's like one of my favorite people in the world right now. <laughs> yeah. After three days. He's our spirit animal. He's like our total spirit animal. And then like the rest of the media. So we were like packed into this like shuttle van. Yes. Really packed into the shuttle van. (laughs) we had this like breakfast, you know, so like everybody came downstairs for breakfast and Mm. then we went back to up to our rooms, got our stuff and then we went out and like Charlie just innocently says, because like we had kind of like a weird schedule. So it was like we were going to go some like, you know, some of the media people were going to go on the ice and then like we were going to just like watch some of like the time trials. But like Saturday was like the day like that was the final. So like everybody who like did their time trials on Friday, there was like some test runs and stuff on Saturday. But like Friday, Saturday night was like the big day. So like we had a little bit of extra time to go back to our rooms and whatnot. But we're in the van and Charlie just innocently asks like, hey I don't remember seeing anything about like lunch so like when when is lunch happening and I was like you know I was kind of thinking the same thing <laughs> because As like we all were thinking because the same like thing. food is like like the food is I love food at like press events because like they just are so good and they said like oh yeah we're gonna eat like in the media tent and then go back to the hotel and then like you're gonna have a couple hours to like work or go go around town or anything like that and they had like this big huge ice festival that was happening like right outside of our hotel which was like incredible and, and can we say by this time we had probably already drinking like a countless number of Red Bulls. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because like Red Bull was like everywhere. Like literally like there were cans of Red Bull. And the orange and yellow ones are incredible. You would never think it. Because I mean Red Bull is kind of like if I'm falling asleep on those rare occasions, I used to be like, I'll do a Red Bull. But it's really, really sweet to me. Yeah. I, I don't like, like the sweet. taste of it. Like there's just something that like it just like doesn't sit Right original flavor yeah the original flavor and i'm like oh my god like am i gonna have to drink like all this red bull like because i'll feel bad if i don't because like you invited me here but i'm like it literally like it just like sits in me like this taste of it and like it bothers me but. this other stuff the, the the tropical and the orange were incredible and like i have looked for it like every day since we've been home and i can't find it so it's i'm going so to good. hunt i'm gonna hunt but anyway you're trying to detract from the story of like you being a douche oh so i think charlie's like know. charlie i know right <laughs> like as we proved in last week's show of like tom is exactly the type of person that like we should not be at work but well yeah true. sure so Tom, because I don't know if I've talked about the show like on, on during Roly Poly Rorty before about how like you kind of do are a little bit of a shamer now with food. I don't mean to be. You but that take doesn't it mean as, that you're you not. You take it as shaming. It's not shaming. I'm, it's not just me. Because when you look, you're going to eat all that? You ate all that? Yeah, because I did. I'm amazed. Because I used to be able to eat all that. I, I understand know, I, that we know that, Tom. But when I see it, I'm just not. I'm when so I see you eating list- an entire burger by yourself, you hog. Let me tell you, you volunteered to do half a burger. Because the night before, when we got to the hotel, we oh both ordered God. the dinner. Neither one of us could finish the dinner. So you are losing weight. You, I understand that. And your stomach is shrinking as you're losing weight. So it's kind of when you get the same size meals that you and I used to eat, it's kind of like I'm surprised that you're not in pain after eating some because of those Because I still things. have all of my stomach. But still your stomach is shrinking because you're okay, losing anyway, weight. Okay, anyway. Anyway. So Tom, it's it's one thing that Tom does this to me and he does it to Tyler. Yeah. And I mean, and it's another thing that like Tyler and I are kind of like, you know, a shark like circling Tom like when he's done eating and then like she and I like fight to the death of like who gets the leftovers. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's what it is. It really, but, I know that's what it is. I and she's see like, it. I, she's like, I'm eating so much better 
better now that like dad can't eat. And I'm like, I know me too. Yeah. So- <laughs> you're all eating little dad's leftovers. Yeah. You could have these scraps. Kids. It is. It's like, like the parents that like, you know, like the mom who's too harried to eat. So she like, when she like takes the kids a plate to wash it, she's like eating off of it. But anyway, Ew. so we're sitting in the, like we're sitting in the van and like, we're talking about like, and Charlie just innocently asks like, Hey, what's the plan for lunch today? And you go, we just ate breakfast. <laughs> we literally <laughs> just had breakfast but we two were, hours prior. But this we isn't were me shaming t- anybody. This was you being a douche. And then like you kept going. And no. Charlie like looked at you like, no. dude. And I was what? like, and everybody's like, what? And like everybody got quiet. And I'm like, Tom is just being an asshole right no. now. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, listen, we had breakfast at like we would don't we finished breakfast at 10 o'clock it's now 12 o'clock in the afternoon it was just like we went up there these for a quick people minute and came back. he is an athlete i know but when he <laughs> asked I, I i was just say i was just saying it as a goof like we literally we had breakfast two, two hours, hours ago. ago do you and know then that, like... it was like yeah he used to, so i used to be an athlete too i was an athlete so it's not like it's not like an athlete thing. It's kind of like a timing thing. It's like, wait a minute. I thought he was saying, do you want to, like, go out and eat now? And I was, like, going. I he just no asked what we were doing. He didn't right even. Now. He, he's like, I just want to plan ahead. Like, and he, you totally just, like, shamed him. And it I was didn't like, mean to shame him, but I was just like, we literally just ate two hours okay, ago. But you you want to go out to eat? So you need. And I, I, I'm very interested to know if, like, our listeners who do comment about how they might be having the surgery, how they have had it, like, how do you handle your family? Like, are you shaming them for eating? Because, like, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not, you you I'm are, though. Curious. And I'm not saying that, I'm like. I'm curious because I don't understand. And I've explained this to you before. I don't know portions. So when, you know, we order something to eat, like we did on the first night, it was kind of like, oh, scallops? What do you usually get when you order a meal of scallops? Four scallops? And you get it and like you eat it. It's usually like an appetizer and it's done. You order something like that where we were and it's like eight scallops. They're massive in size. There's like bacon hash involved. It's a huge, huge meal. And I'm like, shut up. I forgot about the scallops. I was like, this is a massive meal. I don't know how to order anymore. I think this is one of the hardest things about the whole surgery. I mean, you know. Is learning how to eat again. Yeah. Because you have that curve of, um, like, we've talked about on all the previous shows, where it's like, you you have the pain, mm-hmm. you have to get through having sure. the liquid diet, you have to get through, the, like, the puree stuff, you have to get through the only certain solid foods. Now you can have whatever you want. The world is open to you. But, it's your oyster. But you still have the psychological thing, because for the last 40-some-odd years... I would just order a meal and eat a meal. Now when a meal comes, it's kind of like, is it going to be a small meal or is it going to be a big meal? I feel like I would do great in a fancy restaurant right now because they give you those small plates. I feel like I can go into a fancy restaurant and be like going, that's what a dinner should be because that's really what a dinner should be. But when somebody gives you a plate of like a massive amount of food, you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this, which is why I turn to you and I'm like, do you want to split a dinner and an appetizer or do you want your own? And when you say, hey, yeah, I'll split a dinner and an appetizer. And then it comes and then you look like all upset because I'm eating my half and I'm like, screw you. I really want this half of burger because it's the most incredible thing ever. You can't be mad at me for that. I could probably be mad at you for just about anything. Um, I would say there are a lot of times that you are mad at me for just about everything. So <laughs> there you have that. Oh, I like that little like mm, head tilt. Nobody had to know until you told them. Again, we're not on video. But but wait until <laughs> we are and you're going to get to see everything. True, 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 true. But I mean the burger. Cause yes, the back, burger. Charlie oh my God. finally says, when are we going to have lunch? They say 530. That's not lunch. You're screwing up your days. We no. went to this. We went to the restaurant on Friday, and it was like this yeah. awesome bar called Shamrocks. But we asked about it at noon. We all went back to the hotel and kind of passed out, and then went back out to eat. Anyway, so anyway. we get this burger, and like it came with a waiver that was like, "You are aware that this is filled with like molten cheese, 
and like it could burn you because people say that like that was like the one thing because Sandra who was like one of the PR reps was like where's a good place to take these people and they're like oh like you know it has a really cool bar scene and like you guys should definitely check this out but like the area is famous for this juicy Lucy so you should go here and he said but like you know be warned he goes like the cheese gets like wicked hot so the burger came with a little tiny waiver which I didn't sign but because I had to cut it in half and it all used out anyway. So it was like all over the plate. Too bad. It's not like we didn't sop it off. I know. I like did. I know. Down. I did. And I think I used my finger. But it was so good and it went so well with my Guinness. It was perfect. And I'm, and they were talking about it and they were like, it's a Juicy Lucy. And it's just a burger stuffed with cheese. And I was just like, I feel like we've had burgers with cheese bacon sure. in it before. Nothing. Nothing like, like this. this. I don't know what you did, Man, Minnesota, Minnesota, but Minnesota, hot damn, unbelievable. Like if if you weren't a frozen tundra, I would probably go there in a couple of weeks and get, Just another, to get burger. another burger. Just Honestly, to go it's there and get all that I've been thinking about. Like I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I would kill for that burger right now. And what's crazy is we could make that freaking burger, but not as good. Not that no, we're just lazy fuckers. We're not gonna go and make a burger and put like a hunk of cheese in the middle. A hunk of cheese. We're just gonna put it on top like typical lazy okay. burger makers. Now let's talk about the fact that this was the first time that you've flown since you've had your weight loss. Oh yeah. You sat in the middle seat too. Proudly <laughs> sat because in the middle that seat. That is where I fit. you sit now. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind sitting in the middle seat as long as the knucklehead in the window seat doesn't block the window with their massive skull. I was trying to take a picture. It wasn't going to be a good one. You could have just let us all see what was happening outside the window. Says the person who has been to like the Caribbean before and still took the window seat, even though I had never been. It was just like in the wedding, cra- in the wedding singer. My name was on the ticket to have the window seat. What do you want me to do? Change FAA regulations. Yes. Give you A and me take B. Even yes, though because my we says did a. we switch seats with a person so that we could sit next to each other. Well, that's because I'm thinner now, so I could go anywhere now. Exactly. I'm a more good. Good. So my fat ass needs to sit on either <laughs> the outside or the inside. Outside it is. And then I was like, "Babe, please take a picture of the city because you got the window seat on the way back." Mm. And. I said, babe, please take a picture for me of the city because I had never taken a city picture because I was never on that side of the plane. Mm. So what did he do? He took a video. No, no. I and took didn't a, take a picture. I took a picture for you. Oh, well, you didn't send it to me. Well, you didn't. Listen, you asked me to take a picture for you. I did. In my phone. I didn't ask you to send it to In my phone <laughs> is a picture that is Nikki's picture. Well, good to know then. It doesn't mean I have to share it with anybody. It's your picture. Well, good. I got it. Well, I'm glad that you were very comfortable in the middle seat, and <laughs> congratulations for that. So Thank that you. must have been a really nice moment to like sit, because I remember just how uncomfortable we were, and we're not getting into the Spirit Airlines, but I just remember how uncomfortable the seating was and how uncomfortable a plane is in general. So it's very cool that you were able to be comfortable now. Traveling is not meant for overweight people. No, like, it's they not. They don't build it for specifically make it for like the young hip jet setters who are like you know right eating kale and hitting the road all right right i guess i think that's what it is we eat a lot of kale so i don't know we do eat a lot of kale i know we do lately thank you blue apron (laughs) yes thank you blue apron (laughs) so i think that's it for this week's roly-poly roddy we covered juicy lucy's we covered kale we covered you know tom's food shaming yeah i think i mean how much more fulfilling could this segment get than what it was yeah, I mean it's it was a it was a mouthful, one could say. Oh well. <laughs> I think that's more than enough. Let's just play the music and get out of here. All right. So that's I guess this week's show, huh? Yeah, it was a good show. It we was a very in. good show. This week has been like light speed with everything that's been going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Not even just work stuff, with just the traveling, with the the interviews and stuff like that. Like it's all good stuff it's though, been man. a madcap marathon which was actually one of my favorite games as a kid mm, okay not, not that anybody ever played it i think my family was the only family who ever bought this this game probably probably all be. right well <laughs> <laughs> again thank you so much to tasha rain for speaking to the high regard show you were 
fabulous. And I'm so glad that your little pigs and dogs made an appearance as well. So thank you for talking about love. And you could find Tasha Rain on Twitter at Tasha Rain, R-E-I-G-N. And you could also visit her website, which is Tasha rain.com which of course we'll always we'll have links like always in our description of course we will yes and again thank you to charlie and sandra and Alyssa and the rest of the crew down at uh the red bull crash dice event that was an incredible experience and you know we got to say thanks to those guys absolutely as well. and um i guess that does it for another week's show yeah man it goes by quick when it you're awake, sure doesn't does. it? It sure does. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can find us at highregardshow.com. And, of course, you can email us your comments at highregardshow at gmail.com. Again, don't forget to check out the pictures on Clickbait um, of the Red Bull event because as much love as we can give those people – Absolutely. And if you want to follow along on Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr and all sorts of social media outlets, find us as High Regard Show, where they're just waiting to hang out. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again next week. Happy Valentine's Day.